When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, you're listening to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. And during today's show, we gave out hourly winning words for our 10K a day giveaway. Hopefully you heard them and you entered. Remember to keep listening every day, every hour for your chance to hear the hours winning word. Just remember, you have to enter before 1 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening. Good luck. And you get that cash. You get those bands. You get that Skrilla. You get that. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, your podcast, your smart speakers. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. Does any quarterback have more pressure than Dak Prescott to win the Super Bowl? The answer is Josh Allen, but very few agree with me. At any rate, in 10 minutes here on KJM, it's the... KJM 10K a day giveaway through December 7th, end of the show December 7th, in 10 minutes. We are giving you the winning word of the hours. New hour, Jay, 10 past every hour, we're giving you the winning word. You heard what happened yesterday. You just heard in that promo. I mean, Taylor W., right? Got a chance to pay for a honeymoon for her and her fiance. That's what that $2,500 every hour can do for you. And it's every hour through the end of the show, December. It's not like one person wins 10000 Four different people are going to win $2,500 each today. We've already given away $65,000 since How the contest much? started. 65 Gs since the contest started not even seven days ago, rather than seven shows ago. We're on five days a week, four hours a day, 2500 every hour. All right. So, guys, Aaron Judge won the MVP. He deserved it. He had one of the great regular seasons of all time, arguably a top 10 all-time regular season. I said... I predicted he was going to that he could hit sixty home runs before the season started. That's yeah, what you did. You yeah. said it. Um, I also said if the Yankees won the World Series and Judge won World Series MVP, I think that might have been the greatest season of all time. He did not. Not only did the Yankees not win the World Series, and he didn't win World Series MVP, but key. I would take the World Series MVP away and just say if he would have gotten them to the World Series uh-huh. and they won. Right. He didn't have to be the MVP for but, it to be the greatest season. Right. Right. It was that good a season. Right. But here's the thing, Key, and you know this from playing in New York. I give Judge enormous props for the season he just had. I hope the Yankees re-sign him. I hope he stays in New York. If you don't do it in the playoffs in New York City, you could keep that. Uh, give me the guy who has an okay regular season. But a monster Come on. Give me El Duque. El, like, oh, El Duque, yeah, you know, he was the Cuban star pitcher who was exiled and everything, and he comes over here, and he's supposed to be past his prime. They sign him as a fourth, fifth starter, but he's one of the greatest postseason pitchers who ever lived. Give me that all day. You can keep your you – set. you yeah. can go 17-9 and nine with a 4-2-1 ERA in the regular season, whatever it is, and then give me 3-0 and oh in the playoffs with a sparkling ERA. You can, you can have an okay year – in the regular season, and then ball out. Reggie Jackson came to New York, hit five home runs in the World Series. They win the World Series. It's a wrap. Yeah, Mr. October, candy bar. I needed Judge to not strike out every time he came to the plate. So is this just like you venting your anger? 
Like, because uh, are you saying like you don't care if you guys keep Judge? No, I want. They need to okay. keep him because he represents such a huge part of the offense. Also, he's a great player, a five-tool player. He runs, hits, hits for power, catches, throws. He's a good teammate. He's like I, I love yeah. Aaron Judge, but you you can't do what it's he just gonna, did in the playoffs. It's going to be tough to replace that in the regular season. So you certainly want it, but if you win in the postseason, if you show up in the postseason. And it doesn't have to be just New York. It could be any city. I mean, you're top bill in that city when you take care of business. But it's bigger in New York in the postseason. I mean, other than Bader, we've been glad if he got some help. I mean, in the postseason, too. I mean, it's, it, this is a team thing, right? Yep. I mean, he is the only Yankee in Yankee history besides him and Thurman Munson to win Rookie of the Year and the MVP. I mean, think about that. Rookie of the Year. That's right. And, yeah, those are the only two. Yeah. So, I, I, I get that. From the fan perspective, you're going to say, hey, you didn't come through in the postseason. I'm not sure you guys are even in that position without him carrying the load to get you there. There's, no, the way we're, there's no way we're in that position. So let me ask right? you, so, so my sophomore year, I get so hot, I averaged 30 points throughout the first four games of the tournament. In college. I, I get us to the Final Four. Final Four, I suck. I, I, can't, I can't find – domes, can't find it. But my family gets hot. Jeez. Shane Batty gets hot. They help carry the load. I'm a national champion. You're right, right like, Jay. People like so it, it takes You're right. some out of the pieces now to finish the deal. I can't argue that, but if they didn't get hot and you stayed cold, that'd be on you because you were the best player on the team, I right? They, they they helped you out, and maybe if they didn't get hot, maybe you would have gotten hotter because it was on you, or maybe not. But then we could judge you in that situation. And I know it's difficult, baseball, small sample size. Man, Aaron Judge got to show up in the playoffs better than that. Man, he's got to. All right. Keyshawn J. Willemax on you. But, but hey, Judge, don't let me turn you off to New York <laughs> City. We love you. Please stay. We want you to stay. Because I think be next time maybe he Please could. Please stay. Please stay. We're angry, but we're really Ke- exactly. we're not. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All right, let's switch gears here. Allen up the play play. Rolling to his right. He's picked off. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to win in this league. You're playing a good team and your quarterback plays like Made some bad decisions tonight. Really cost our team. You know, I know a lot of people are going to be surprised. Uh, I don't think there's a person surprised in the locker room. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We are joined now by ESPN Jets reporter Rich Samini. Good morning, Rich. Good morning, gentlemen. How, how, how is this team feeling? How are the Jets feeling coming off that win over the Buffalo Bills? Well, I look like Rob. I'm surprised they're six and three. You can count me in that group. I never expected them to be this good this quickly, and they're feeling pretty confident coming off the Bills. This is a, they're playing for first place. I mean, how many people actually thought back in August that the Jets would be playing for first place the week before Thanksgiving? I, it didn't seem possible. It's a very confident group. Um, they're a little more clamped down than they were against the last New England game. They did a little chirping last time about three weeks ago saying they wanted revenge from last year's blowout. I don't get any of that this time. It's a more buttoned-down group. Rich, can they beat the Patriots, though? Can, can they go up to Foxborough? Bill Belichick has the New York Jets as an organization's number. Can they actually go to Foxborough and beat the Patriots? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're right. He's got their number, 13 straight wins right now, dating back to 20. But the Jets' defense 
good. You guys know it. I mean, I think they're, I don't know what they're ranked in the top five or six in the league. Their defense is a playoff caliber defense, and it travels. They've played some really good games on the road, so they can absolutely go up there and shut down Mac Jones. I think they can. The question is, can they score enough on their own? To their offense is going to have trouble with the New England defense. So I think this is going to be a, a an old fashioned rock'em sock'em defensive struggle. Rich, what do you think is the the biggest part of the offense that needs to excel in order for them to take advantage of that matchup against that great Patriots defense? Well, here's what I think is going to happen, Jay, because you know Belichick is going to take away what the Jets do best, mm-hmm. you know, and so he's going to force the Jets to throw the ball. Uh, the, the Jets are a running team. We all. He's going to stop the run, and he's going to say, okay, Zach Wilson, I want you to beat me through the air. And he's probably going to take out Garrett Wilson as well, who's yep. been their most effective receiver. So where do the Jets go from there? That's where I think they got to get Elijah Moore back in the, in the offensive flow. He has not caught a pass since requesting a trade, which, I don't know, might be coincidence, might be something to that, but he's a very good player. they got to get him involved. If they can do that and develop a number two option in this game, then I think they have a very good chance. Why would they do it now if they hadn't been doing it in the past, Rich? Well, that's a fair follow-up question. Um, I mean, if if Garrett Wilson is neutralized in this game, they're going to have to go somewhere if they want to throw the football. And they moved Elijah Moore to the slot in the last game, which is something new for him. So it's a different position. Maybe against Buffalo, there was some some glitches he had to get through. But I think after an extra week of practice, he'll be more comfortable in that position. Rich Samini, ESPN Jets reporter. Thanks a million, Rich. You got it, guys. Thanks. Right, Rich. Yeah, I think it makes sense because that was Rich was following up Jay's like, like, look, Bill Belichick, you know he's going to take the, your top two things away. He's oh, going to yeah. make you beat him, beat you with his third thing. Whatever your he, third thing. So if you need to, if they, it, like, that's why Elijah Moore comes in. is your weakness, that's what he's going to rely on. Right, but if they're not using Elijah Moore and you take away Garrett Wilson, you take now all of a sudden, like, Moore's a guy who could step like Manningham in the Super Bowl but, for the Giants, right? But what makes you, they haven't used him, he hadn't caught a pass, nothing. It's they been a month. They haven't needed him. Yeah, but you always sprinkle a guy in there to get him some touches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But what makes you think? Well, why weren't that, the Giants using Kadarius Tony? Well, he shows up in Kansas City. You know? They didn't like him. Yeah. And so right, but they got rid of him. Maybe they got to learn to like Elijah Moore a little bit no, this week. I'm with Elijah Moore. He needs to get the football. You see, I just feel like this, this adds more pressure now on Robert Sala, which we should be talking about. He's been doing a great job of diminishing pressure, talking about Super Bowls, and we're just focused on one game at a time. But now it feels like on the on the defensive side, like who has more talent, the Pats or the Jets? Jets are more talented. Team. Okay, on the offensive side, Key, who has more talent, the Jets or the Pats? Young talent, Jets. Jets. Okay, scheme wise, now with Rich Semini just coming on our show saying we're going to take away Garrett Wilson, we're going to force you to throw the ball, even though they still don't have Brees Hall. Like now, it comes into schemes. Now it comes into Robert Sala. It's time now to work on the schemes to put your team who is more talented, who's having a better season, in position to continue to strive to beat the Pats. Although the Pats' defense is always is always solid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be more sound, but I was talking about more talent. That's why. Yep. Come on, man. It's, it's, it's time now. Well, this is why you said earlier in the show, Jay, it's not so much if the Jets lose, it's the end of the world. They're ahead of schedule. It's Bill Belichick. They're at the Patriots. Patriots whooped them up the first time. But there's opportunity. There's huge mm-hmm. upside here for Coach, right? For Robert Sala, huge upside if he could beat Belichick at New England. All right. 
What do the Jets have to do to beat the Patriots? I'm going to tell you that in 30 seconds. But first... The winning word of the hour in the 10K, KJM 10K a day giveaway. The winning word that you tra- to text to 777 and you hear it to win 2500 bucks is... MVP. MVP. You text MVP to 777 Please get the money. Please. We're you might win 2500 Giving away money here. Come on, man. We've already MVP. given away... 65 Gs. MVP. Guys, we're just talking about the Jets. How did they beat the Patriots? Dan Orlovsky, ESPN football analyst, was on the Michael K show and said this. The goal for every young quarterback really is you got to give yourself a chance to get the game to the fourth quarter against Bill. Especially if you're Zach with that defense and the way New England's offense is struggling, they're not going to go score a ton on you. So for Zach, it's like, let me get the game to the fourth quarter and then let's see where we are. And, and then are there moments in that fourth quarter where then there's a play to be made or two? You know, like, it's almost a golf analogy, Michael. It's like, you can't win the tournament on Thursday, but you can, you can lose it. That's the same way that Zach needs to think. You can't win the game in the first half, but you sure as heck can lose it against them. And that's right. That's why you got to keep down the mistakes and minimize any. First of all, minimize the mistakes and don't turn the football over because you're going up into New England. And one thing that Belichick's going to do is Garrett Wilson is he's going to X Garrett Wilson out. Period. He will not allow him to torch them in that secondary. Then when the running game, he'll try to slow that down and put it all on a young quarterback that hasn't had a whole lot of experience at doing things. Belichick eats young quarterbacks alive just because he switches things up defensively. He confuses them. And now Mike LaFleur has to understand that and help this young quarterback out. And Dan is right. Get him to the fourth quarter where things are close, a throw or two away from a win. It is interesting. I want to go back to the Elijah Moore thing. It is interesting that you have a piece on the team that has been underused, right? He's a good player. He's talented. Young, talented player. Sometimes for a young, talented team to grow together, there's an odd man out. There's a guy in the doghouse. There's a guy who needs to be brought along, right? And here Belichick, as was just pointed out, Rich and, and Jay brought it up with Rich Semini minutes ago. Here Belichick is going to take away your best thing and your second best thing and make you beat him with your third best thing. Maybe that's Elijah Moore. Mike Reese, ESPN Patriots reporter, is with us now. Mike, from the Patriots' point of view, good morning, first of all. From yeah, pa- good morning. It's cold out here outside Gillette Stadium. Yes, ah. Mike is always outside Gillette Stadium, whether we're on TV or not. <laughs> whether there's any reason to be or not, there he is. All right, Mike, from the Patriots' point of view, how important is it to get this win at home against little brother? Well, 13 in a row uh, over the Jets for the Patriots, and here's why it's critical. This is their season-defining stretch. Three games in 12 days. Look what's coming up after this game. At Minnesota, 8-1 and one team on the road Thanksgiving night, and then come back home the next Thursday at home against the Bills. So if you don't get this game, your season might be headed in the wrong direction. To me, why it's the most critical game for the Patriots. Mm, mm, mm. You know, know, I was going to say, Mike, like the bill, this is the fourth 
hardest remaining schedule in the NFL. Bills twice, Dolphins, Vikings, Bengals, Jets. Their easier games are those sleeper, like the Raiders and the Cardinals as well. Like it's, uh, as there, are we going to talk about them not making the playoffs? Well, it's possible in part because of the division. I mean, who would have thought going into this year? that the AFC East would be as strong as it's been, in part because of the Jets, maybe ahead of schedule this year, and, of course, Miami. I think everyone thought the Bills would be where they are. So that's possible. And when I look at the remaining schedule, guys, here's what I think is the key for the Patriots. What, what do they have going for them? What's the best thing they do? And to me, it's running the football with Ramondre Stevenson and trying to make life easier for Mac Jones which complements the defense, which is really the strong suit of the team. So to me, this is almost like they need to go back to that throwback formula, 2001, Tom Brady's second year here, 2018, one of Tom Brady's last years here, where they sort of reinvented themselves late in the season as a power-running team. Curious to see if they can do it against that tough schedule. Mike Reese, ESPN Patriots reporter, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Mike, Let's call it the elephant in the room, okay? So in this division, the best division of football, potentially with the NFC East, you have Tua, who's having an MVP caliber year. You're having Josh Allen, MVP, now out of the race to a degree, but still high-level talent. You have the Jets, who got exponentially better, but still have a question at the quarterback position with Zach Wilson. And then you have Mac Jones. Where, where, does, where does that name fit into the overall scheme about the legacy of success that Bill Belichick has. So I think there's an interesting comparison that we can make between Mac and Tua down in Miami. And Miami went through some coaching changes, right, this year, surrounded Tua with Tyreek Hill and a a new scheme, and look what it's done for Tua. Now take the contrast, what happened in New England? New offensive scheme, new coaches, and Mac by all accounts, looks like a different player. And that's not to spare Mac himself any accountability. He can play better. But you do ask the question, have the Patriots done right by Mac in terms of how they've set this thing, set this thing up? And so to me, it's, you, we don't have the answer to the question yet, but anyone looking at it would have to say it's headed in the wrong direction. And so to me, the question is, what can the Patriots do to get that thing turned around like Miami did with Tua? Mm. I think that's a great point. Yeah, Mike, when you look at the Patriots' defense, I think it's a solid defense. I think the secondary is playing a lot better than what most people expected them to play, losing Jackson to the Chargers in free agency. Has Matt Judon given the New England Patriots everything that they hoped for when he came over from Baltimore? Not just everything, Key. Everything and more. He's got 11 and a half sacks. He leads the NFL. And here's the story with Judon this year that I think is really fascinating. He was on a, a similar pace at this point last year, and he tailed off. You remember that at the end of the year when yeah. the Patriots went one and four? Judon didn't have a sack in his final five games. And he has made a vow to not let that happen again. He is on a mission. And so when we talk about defensive player of the year candidates, he's obviously in that conversation. And he's been asking veteran players, this goes back to the offseason, hey, what did you do or what have you done to stay fresh late in seasons? And so he's been taking notes from veteran players. And he also pointed out, hey, last year he did end up on the COVID list at one point. Hopefully that doesn't happen to him again. But as he goes, this defense goes, 
And that's a huge storyline. Meantime, we're talking to Mike Reese, ESPN Patriots reporter. Um, meantime, Mike, I, I've been saying this all along, right? I thought undisputed greatest coach of all time, Bill Belichick. I still think he might be the greatest coach of all time, but I don't think you can say undisputed anymore if three years go by and he's can't win a playoff game without Tom Brady. Tom Brady's won you know, a Super Bowl since then. So if they like what's at stake for Belichick here? You just said it could be a coaching issue with Mac Jones, right? Lose your OC, not replaced with the right guy, maybe. maybe. That's all under the auspices of, of, of Bill Belichick. If the Patriots lose to the Jets and then lose to the Bills and then don't make the playoffs this year, what are we saying about Bill Belichick? What happens? He, he, that's interesting, Max, right? And I, I was laughing as you, you played it out because what does Belichick always say? He doesn't like to answer hypothetical questions, but we do yeah. here on this show, right? right. Um, it would be he would get more time. I truly believe that. But I think the, the question then would become, hey, you spent all this money in free agency last year, remember, like the record spending. And Mac Jones has taken a step back by all accounts at this point. What are you going to do to fix it? And so I think it starts to turn, I don't want to say the heat up a little bit, but certainly it changes the conversation, Max, to exactly the way that you laid it out. So I think it's too early to answer. So this what Jets that's game is like. super high stakes then, if you think about it. For both, it's like sure. a high stakes sure. game for both teams. All right, that's I won't Mike argue Reese. it, Max. I won't that's, argue it. That's Mike Reese. A lot of interesting games on the slate this coming weekend. The great Mike Reese, ESPN Patriots reporter. Oh, you know, he's always out by Gillette. Doesn't matter, rain, snow, or shine. There could be a six-foot snowfall dropped on Gillette. But there's Mike Reese. Even if they move the game, Mike Reese would be outside Gillette. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Thanks, guys. G-Sean, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Fly, Eagles, fly. Now we're going to wake up. How you going to respond? They can go back and correct that and fix that and clean that up. They're still at the top of the heap. But sometimes this is good. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Any quarterback have more pressure than Dak Prescott to win the Super Bowl? I've argued Josh Allen, and a couple people have agreed with me, but the consensus incorrectly is Dak Prescott. By the way, our winning word this hour is MVP. If you text MVP to 777 you're entered for your chance to win $2,500. We have now given away $65,000 during this contest because we're giving away $2,500. Every hour of the show through the end of the show, December 7th. So, uh, Dr. J is going to come up in a little bit. Not yet, but in a little bit. Hmm. We have a little uh, Dr. J action. How much, Jay, do you think in the meantime, how much do you think the signing of Indomitian Sioux helps the Eagles? What does that put them in the bigger picture? In the, in the NFL, I mean, look, he's the best available guy, but he is available in the middle of the season, you know. After yeah, but he, but I think his him being available had nothing to do with his performance or his ability to play. He still was a nice force for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think it had something to do with fit and money. Okay, when he made the decision to to sit down and sit tight, he wants to explore if television was there for him. Also, you know, he wanted a certain number economically to fit in what he feels he's, his value is. Anyone that have the right fit. And the How right good team. is he still to your eye, Key? I think he's, well, last time I saw him, he was pretty good. And I still think one thing he can do is he can plug, he can still go, and he can still get him. He's not an out-of-shape guy. You're not dealing with a, a, a 300-pounder that all of a sudden was 450. You know, oh, what you been doing? Ah, just fishing. You know, it, it, that's not barbecuing on weekends. That's not him. Sometimes guys get to a certain level in their career, and it's like, I'll play later on in the season. Right, someone will pick me up. I'll play. I don't need to be at training camp. Right fit. Right fit. And, and, and to me, Jay, it's not like an issue of, oh, he changes everything. But when you have a deep defensive line, right, you just have another body you could throw out to keep your starters fresh later in the game. One of the problems that they had, though, Jay, is what happens on the defensive line. The defensive linemen need to penetrate and get to the back of the backfield if you can. But at the same time, it need, he, they need to engage with the offensive linemen to allow the linebackers to be able to roam free. And when you don't have a big body like that in there not getting pushed around, the running game, the defensive running side of the ball suffers. You don't want to jump around. You know what I like no. about this for the Eagles, as Keith gives you all the like, intricate details of what they need to do on the D-line, that there's no BS going on here, Max. So coming off their first loss – in which the commanders rushed for 150 yards. They controlled the tempo of the game, got the third and shorts. Taylor Heineke was able to do his thing. Harry Roseman was like, I'm not BSing around. I'm going to go get a 300-pound lineman here defensively. Bring it in. Let's address the issue. Give me a guy like Denville J- Joseph. Uh, attack it, right? Like there's, 
a lot of times you wonder, like you heard LeBron James talk about it last night on the alternative broadcast for Amazon, watching the Packers game. Like, why don't they just surround Aaron Rodgers with the pieces they need to get the job done? Howie Roseman's like, I'm doing that. I'm bringing you Robert Quinn. I'm bringing you everything you need so there's no excuses, Key. But, but Jay, you, you, you hit on that, but you missed the starting point. The starting point goes all the way back to getting rid of Carson Wentz yeah. and trading for Gardner Minshew as a backup, yep. making a decision that Jalen Hurts was the guy, going out, getting uh, A.J. Uh, Brown. Brown, deciding, like you said, Robert Quinn, trading at a point in time for Slay, Darius Slay, signing Bradbury. I mean, just all the little different moves to be able to shore up to be competitive like they were in 2017, and so far as it. By the way, let's think of as like you guys are now thinking bigger picture. Howie Roseman, what he's done. Ah, get him out. First, he brings the only Super Bowl in the city's history, right? In the franchise history. Then, guys, think about what it took when he's he drafted happy. when he drafted Jalen Hurts. They had just paid Carson Wentz, right? And Howie Roseman looked at Carson Wentz. I don't want to hear us about injury. He saw what I saw at the time. And the reason I saw it is because I have to watch all 22 of these guys sometimes because one of my best friends is a sick Eagles fan, right? So sitting there watching, all, and what you could see kind of early on was, oh, my God, he's amazing. And then right after that 2017 season, oh, wait a minute, he's regressing. And he kept regressing and regressing and regressing. And Howie Roseman obviously saw the same thing and used a second-round pick on a quarterback after he paid Carson Wentz in case he didn't keep stop regressing, right? And then he took that second-round pick and he moved on from Carson Wentz and then he built around that second-round pick when key, a lot of people were saying, well, he's not really... But Roseman, whatever you want to say, well, he stockpiled draft picks in case it didn't work out because he's smart. But he also didn't use it as an excuse. He built around him. He drafted him a receiver. He traded him for a receiver. He built him a line. He did everything right around this guy. Here's what I was saying. I want you to start thinking this way, Max and Jay, for that matter. When you are a top 60 pick in the National Football League, that is a high pick. Mm -hmm. See, everybody thinks of first First round, round, first round. round. No, no, top 60. Everybody just thinks first round. They never think a guy at Jalen Hurts is a second rounder. He can be this. So now you say, well, what if we did that draft all over again? Mm-hmm. Right? What if you did it all over again? Where would he land? Where would he go? Not now? in the second round. Not in the second round. Yeah. So when but when you are top sixty pick, like Howie Roseman identified, hey, okay, I like Jalen Hurts. <laughs> well, they just getting a guy, a project guy. We'll see what he is. If they move on from him. No. Because that is a valuable pick. People don't just give away second round That's picks. That's what I'm saying. He spent that pick after he signed Carson Wentz. At a, how, many, how many GMs would do that? You got to tip your cap to Howie Roseman. Absolutely. Got to do it. Because yeah. he recognized, then he changed the coaching staff, everything, yeah. and here they're right back again. He, he recognized then, that Carson Wentz probably was starting to fade a little bit as a player and his attitude and whatnot, even though they gave him the money, that he would bring something else in like Jalen Hurts. Because typically, like you said, Max, drafting a guy in the second round after you paid somebody at that position – yeah, Usually, you do that if the dude's 38 like Aaron yeah, Rodgers. Not if he's yeah. 26 or whatever exactly. Carson Wentz was. Exactly. That took guts. All right. Okay, this is, the, this is the segment coming up, Key, I've been waiting for. Me too. 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Dr. J. Williams is here <clears throat> to make a house call. <clears throat> what problems does your team have? I do not take insurance. Let Dr. J. fix it. <laughs> 
888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. Dr. J doesn't take his insurance? No, I do not. Can't scale the business if I'm... Um, can't scale the business? No, I can't do it. Not you at the get, rate, not at the rate I would paid. like to. Well, I still have to, Regardless. Draw, I have to go through too many... You he's scaling too many, businesses. Too flags. <laughs> you got to wait. I mean, yeah. As soon as I hear I someone say tape. scale business, I think, oh, he must know what he's talking about. Scale <laughs> business. Sounds right. Sounds good. Yeah. Scaling businesses. With insurance. Whoa, Keyshawn yeah. J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN2. The Keyshawn J. Will and Max Podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. That's quite an intro yeah, they put it. together for you, Jay. Dr. Jay. Well, can we get into it? Do you Let's guys want it. my uh, true assessment here as I put on my searching gloves? Here? Yes, what do you have for us? So let's get into number one. Um, no EMA, no problem. Mm. <laughs> for the Boston Celtics, who have the best record, I'm sorry, in the NBA right now. The best record. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum might be the best – Duo, uh, as long as we're keeping people alive here, I'm performing surgery, Key. This is delicate matters. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. This, that, this sounds very serious with the yes. beeping. Yes, as long as the beeping doesn't go. Well, the beeping <laughs> may go towards the last Well, one that's why Dr. J is here, so you don't flatline. Let's yes. hear it. Oh, God. So all I'm saying is this team has bought in to Joe Missoula. Everybody questioned, oh, Amy Udoka, best coach in the game, all this and all stuff. I keep hearing about that. And granted, Still, we have a long way to go throughout the season, but I'm watching their efforts with Robert Williams coming back, with Marcus Smart being out, with this team, the way they beat Atlanta the other night, with how defensively they locked down key, they have bought into the process of Joe. A- absolutely, Jay. You hit on that one. It does not seem like they're missing the beat at all, and sometimes all you need is an opportunity. There hey, Dr. Go. J, how, is Jason Tatum the best offensive player in basketball? Well, that's the question that we should be asking. I would still say Luka Doncic is. Mm-hmm. The question is, is Jason Tatum the second best offensive weapon in basketball? Jason Tatum could also play defense. That's something Luka can't do. That's true, but Luka's accounted for like 
60 percent if you're, if you're the points. second best offensive player and the best and a better defensive player ooh. that is an accurate point but yep. once again don't listen let me perform i'm sorry max. i'm sorry doctor okay, stay focused yes number two Can you uh, help this guy number two nathaniel hackett issues man Uh-oh. Uh-oh. so i was on the phone yesterday with somebody who's very close to that organization in denver mm-hmm. and there's been a lot of stuff going on as it relates to uh you know, a little article that came out. Let me read you. Quote, Russ is losing his mind out there. He's using audibles from the Seahawks. The guys don't know the audibles. He's using code words that the guys don't know. <coughs> oh, at Tyler Columbus on what he's hearing inside the organization. All I'm saying is that when you hear that and you hear about Pete Carroll coming out, talking about the wristbands and, you know, the fact that Russell's not using that and miscommunication, Nathaniel Hackett, if you're going to be the first coach to be fired in the NFL this season, go out your way. You call the plays that you want to call. I don't want to hear any more of this talk internally about, well, we're going to give my call one possession, then next one we'll let Russ do his thing. No, you call it the way you want to call it, Nathaniel Hackett. You go out the way you want to go out. You call the plays. Key, would you like to uh, hand me the scissors? Do you have anything you want to add here to this surgery? Hand you the scissors. Uh, What I would say is, is Nathaniel Hackett certainly is in over his head. And the Denver Broncos, I, I believe, made a mistake in this hire. They've now empowered Russell Wilson to a whole nother. Well, that's the thing, right? What, what kind of direct line does Russell Wilson have to ownership, which uh, has recently changed? I don't right? know, but rumors are he also has an office in the building. So we Let's you know. actually listen to the sound so we can get a deeper understanding here. Let's hear it. I mean, that was kind of just brought to my attention uh, by Patrick. And, uh, I mean, it's news to me. I mean, he does have freedom at the line when he sees certain things to be able to check to him. And we've built this system around him. And uh, so all the words that, that he utilizes, I mean, some are from the past, some are from the new. Um, they're all things. I mean, he had an amazing audible to Jalen Virgil for a touchdown. So I give him so much credit on that one. Um, so, I mean, I, nothing that I've heard. I mean, he's done everything that we've asked. And, and we just need to do it at a higher level even to be able to get some wins. That's Nathaniel Hackett. The Broncos head coach flatlining right there Jeez. in real time. Jay, Dr. Jay, please come help him. That Russell Wilson has been Well, he may have to audibles. euthanize him. In fact, the best help may be just to put him out of his misery. Here. Jeez, you guys are so cruel. Well, it's a metaphor for, uh, you know, the end of his coaching he days. Flatlined, though, the guy. Jeez. That just sounds like a coach who doesn't believe even what he's saying that's coming out of his own mouth. Some of, some of the things that, that – and I know you got to move on to another patient, but some of the things, Jay – you do transfer over from where your stops are, some of them, but not all of them, okay? Some of them. And then you get on the same page. The words may change slightly, things that you like, but I think Russell Wilson does have too much power. That's the question. So, if It's not Nathaniel Hackett's fault if Russell Wilson is so empowered that he has to tread carefully, you know? Go out swinging your way. I, I agree with that. Last and not least, last night, watching the Packers struggle. It made me start thinking about the deeper complex. So, you know, a lot of the, the coaches that have came from Washington, you got, you know, Mike Shanahan, you got Sean McVay, you got Matt LaFleur, right? I, Shanahan, by far, the smartest one out of all of them. Uh, you know, McVay, guy who builds cultures. Matt LaFleur, he got the best quarterback in the easiest division for a very long time. What were the Bears, Key? Like, what were the Vikings, like, with Kirk Cousins, like, that whole picture leading up to it? Like, what's Detroit? What, what is all this, right? So, but now, and he gets regular wins season, wins during the regular season. Everything seems easy for him. And then they get to the playoffs, and it just, I mean, what we saw last year, not scoring one touchdown 
in that loss last year. That was embarrassing. Before that, taking the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands, right, not allowing him that a chance. So I just go to this. What is the identity of the Green Bay Packers? I have no idea what it is. I know what the identity of the 49ers are. I know what the identity of the Rams were last year when they won. I know what the identity of other teams are in that division. But I don't know what the identity of the Competitive greatness, according to Aaron Rodgers. What I would say, uh, Jay, is that they have no identity. The shine is wearing off on a couple of the Washington, I don't know, what were they at the time? (laughs) Football team or commanders and... Those coaches, some of the shine is wearing off on them. And people thought they were getting the next Sean McVay because he was attached. You stand next to Sean McVay and you rub his hair and you got a job. And that's what was happening. Um, I don't know that – I don't know what Matt LaFleur is because when you walk into a situation that was somewhat ready-made, you hit pay dirt and you win 13 games in three straight years. And when times get tough, which they are now for the Green Bay Packers – doesn't seem like he knows how to get out the way. Against the against the Dallas Cowboys, Aaron Rodgers screamed at his parent like no other on the sideline. And that parent was LaFleur. Yeah. He allowed him to scream at That's him what I'm saying, Keith. as a head coach and never went back and just chewed him out. And this is what I've I, never that, seen that. And before. this is what I think about the Green Bay Packers right now. Hit it. It's done. Game over. Their season's over. All right, listen, Dr. J, so that doesn't happen to – people have questions for you on the line. Uh, Do you do uh, consultations over the phone? I do, but the premium is very high. Dave in Saratoga, you're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax. Dr. J is in the house. Good morning, fellas. Dave, give me your insurance number before – I need to write this down. He doesn't take it. Uh, I don't have insurance, brother. Uh, yeah, nope, next caller. <laughs> no, Dave, go ahead. No, okay, Dave. You're good, you're good, Dave. Go ahead, man. <laughs> no, I, I, love the sh- I love the show, guys. I can barely get through. I, I listen to it while I'm driving at work. But uh, thing that we want to talk about what my team needs, um, I feel I'm a Cowboys fan. I've been a Cowboys fan my whole life, ever since I can say the word football. And I just can't stand Mike McCarthy, really. I don't, I don't like the way he – manages the game. He should call timeout. He doesn't. He calls timeout. He shouldn't. Not calling challenging plays, X, Y, and Z. And I think that a lot of our infallices have to do with Mike McCarthy. You know, we, we, we've we led the, uh, the league in penalties the last two years, and a lot of it has been pre-snap penalties. And I think that's a mental game, and that comes down to coaching. And I think that what he did in Green Bay, he may have had a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, he's got more accomplished in Dak. Um, but, I mean, overall, I think Mike McCarthy's got to go and maybe get Sean Payton in here for once, finally. Yeah, I, I, want, I, I hear what you're saying. Dr. J, you have anything for this guy to help him out a little bit? Because I think there's I, a basketball call on the line for you also. No, it's, it's no worries. I mean, we talk all sports in the show. I never thought Mike McCarthy was the guy to begin with, frankly, right. in Dallas. Like, there, there's a reason why Jerry Jones is holding on to Dan Quinn, isn't there? Mm-hmm. There's a reason why Dan Quinn's salary matches that yeah, of other head coaches. Still can't believe Dan Quinn making $7.5 million. Eat. He's waiting for the bottom of the fallout for it. I got to get the job. Joe in the car has a question for you, Dr. J. Joe? Yeah, Joe in the car. Joe, are you there? Joe, are you good breathing? Good morning, fellas. How you doing? We're doing good, Joe. Making sure you still have a heartbeat. Uh, sorry to jump ship from football to basketball, but uh, just a quick question. So I'm watching these past two Knicks games mm, against the Jazz and the Nuggets, and they look great. Um, but I'm not getting that next-level feel. 
and you know I'm I, I like seeing Obi on the court more. I like the aggression from Randall. The Brunson addition is good. Um, something's up with RJ. I just can't put my finger on it. You know. So something is up with RJ. You're waiting for RJ to become that player that is worth those extension dollars. But that's always been our question, Max, right? We've talked about that. Is he the next top-tier player, or is he a player that's complementary complementary to that top-tier player? He, can he be a perennial all-star? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, could the Cowboys be in trouble of making the play, missing the playoffs? Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.